The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 9th of January. In your Squiz today, Iran's retaliation and Trump's response, talking hazard reduction, a big royal announcement, and check out those dance moves. This is your Squiz today. Iran yesterday launched what's being described as a revenge attack after the assassination by the US of its most senior military leader, Qassem Soleimani. The attack, Claire, targeted two bases in Iraq that house American troops and its allies. Yeah, and it looks this morning like uh, little damage has been done to those bases and there were no US or Iraqi casualties. Iran's supreme leader, the Ayatollah Khamenei, says that the attack was a slap in the face for the US. Donald Trump, though, tweeted instantly after that that all was well, and he's had a bit more to say overnight. Yeah, he's addressed the nation. He's again defended the killing of Soleimani, saying that Soleimani was responsible for attacks on Americans in Iraq and that he had been planning new attacks. He also said that Iran's retaliation didn't cause much damage, and it indicates that Iran might be stepping back a little bit. Does this mean a, a slight easing of tensions, Claire? What has also happened overnight is that Trump has announced that the US won't launch a military response, that it will impose sanctions. So uh, given those couple of things, that is the hope. Experts say that it seems that things have cooled off a bit. We have 300 Australian troops in Iraq as well as diplomatic personnel. What's our Prime Minister had to say? Scott Morrison yesterday said that he's going to talk to his colleagues and to defence officials about what should happen to those Aussie troops. Remember, they're there mainly with the task of training the Iraqi military. And of course, we have an embassy in Iraq. So it has always been a difficult place. uh, But it seems that with this unstable and uncertain situation, it's even more difficult. Uh, But with this cooling off, uh, we'll see what that results in today from Scott Morrison. He's meeting with his National Security Committee today in Canberra. In a strange turn of events, just hours after this attack, Claire, a plane which had just taken off from an airport in Iran and was travelling to Ukraine crashed, killing all 167 passengers and nine crew members on board. Yeah, there's still no determined cause of that crash, but uh, there's a sense that some sort of um, terrorism incident or some sort of uh, involvement in that airstrike uh, isn't the cause. There's obviously more investigations to happen there. Uh, Mm. Overnight, Ukraine has confirmed that there were 82 two Iranians on board, 63 Canadians, uh, Ukrainians as well as Swedes, uh, Afghans, Germans and Brits. Back in Australia now and on bushfires, there's been plenty of talk about whether hazard reduction burns have been an effective way to manage fuel loads on the ground and whether more could have been done to avoid the extensive devastation we've seen this summer so far. New South Wales Rural Fire Service Commissioner Shane Fitzsimmons yesterday weighed in, Claire. Yeah, it seems with the milder conditions for a couple of days, it's given a bit of room for some debate about some of these issues. And that's what played out yesterday. Uh, Fitzsimmons says that the RFS has met its targets for hazard reduction. Uh, But it's a difficult thing because the hotter summers and longer summers means that the window that they have to conduct those burns is a lot shorter. Uh, Also, they 
had a lot of criticism thrown their way with burns in the Blue Mountains region with smoke coming across Sydney, which of course has health impacts. So it's a difficult thing and he says it's not the panacea to stop big bushfires, but it certainly has to be something that's part of the discussion about how we go forward. On the fires themselves, conditions are worsening across the southeast parts of Australia from tomorrow. We've recorded a squeeze shortcut on bushfires in Australia. That'll be out this afternoon. It looks at our bushfire history and the scale of this most recent event. So look out for that in your preferred podcast app. And just as we hit publish on the podcast this morning, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, a.k.a. Harry and Meghan, have made an announcement. I'm going to read parts of it word for word, given it it has just literally happened. They've said... After many months of reflection and internal discussions, we've chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. A link to the full statement is in the Squiz Today email. I'm sure that will be big news today. A major DNA study means, Claire, that women may be able to receive a more accurate prediction of their risk of developing breast cancer. It's an incredible development. Cambridge University have identified more than 350 uh, genetic variants or those sort of DNA errors uh, that can increase a woman's risk of developing the disease. So it's five times more the number of those sorts of errors that they've had in the past. And what that means is that potentially in the coming years, they'll be able to develop tests to screen women for uh, their risk of developing breast cancer. Uh, You might remember Angelina Jolie revealed that she was BRCA positive and had a double mastectomy uh, and that really put this sort of genetic testing on the map and this is a a further step down that road. Um, Elon Musk is a man who knows how to make a headline and I guess we're indulging him a bit by telling people about his dance moves, Claire. (laughs) It's something worth having a look at. We're kind of playing into everything he wants us to do. (laughs) There's a link in the email to have a look at that if you really want to. Uh, He was in Shanghai celebrating the launch of uh, a new manufacturing program there. It's a big milestone for that company and, in fact, Tesla, as we know, has a a fairly sort of bumpy, uh, turbulent history with investors, particularly given Musk's leadership. Uh, Its shares have risen in value by 93% over the last three months, so it's really kicking some goals at the moment. And, in fact, yesterday it became the most valuable car company in America's history, just to give you a sense about how big it is these days. So more news than just his dance moves. That's cool. <laughs> That's right. And whilst we're on dancing, The Masked Singer has a spin-off, The Masked Dancer. You'd be pretty excited about that, Kate. I, I know, know that you really sure. well, you really enjoyed The Masked Singer in a way that I was quite surprised about. But yes, well, the, um... I just like stuff that doesn't take itself too seriously. Yes, that's true. And that certainly was The Masked Singer. <laughs> <laughs> Fox yesterday, which uh, owns The Masked Singer, has announced a new format, which, as you say, is The Masked Dancer. Uh, it's going to be launched with Ellen DeGeneres as a executive producer. No word yet whether Aussie 
Aussie audiences are going to be uh, subjected to this, but we'll wait and see. (laughs) We will wait and see. Uh, What song lyric are we dancing to today, Claire? Well, given the strong dance theme, we really do have to go down that road, I think. Uh, I've gone for Justin Timberlake's um, So Just Dance, Dance, Dance from his song Can't Stop the Feeling. Easy. And finally, I'm heading off on maternity leave in a matter of weeks. So you'll what? start to hear Larissa Moore. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> you that you had a big winter. The- wow. No, I didn't I, want to no, ask. No, Didn't eat too much at Christmas. It's real. <laughs> um, you'll start to hear a bit more from Larissa Moore on the Squeeze Today podcast starting from tomorrow before she takes over full time in late January. You can have a sleep in tomorrow. Well done. Looking forward to it. That's all from us today. Uh, Enjoy your Thursday. Claire, you and Larissa will chat to everyone tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.